Welcome to the Dating Done Right podcast, where we chat about all things dating, confidence, and inner healing. I'm your host, Sai Neri, and I'm a relationship coach here to help you break your toxic dating patterns and find the love of your life. It doesn't have to be hard, and you're worthy of having it all. I'll show you exactly how to get dating done right so that you can find your person. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dating Done Right podcast. I have Samantha Nivens back on the podcast for part two of all things health, fitness, life coaching, goodness. Samantha, uh, can you take a moment just to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what do you do? Who do you help? Yes. Okay. Uh, Great to be back. Thank you so much. And yeah, so I'm a health and fitness and life coach, and I really help busy men and women to have it all essentially where I really, you can have a health goal. So I really help focus on simple and doable healthy habits and like something you've never experienced before, as well as life, because that's really what like stops us from like doing the things is like Mm -hmm. life. So that's what I do and how I help people. Yeah, the world needs more people like you. And especially for those of you that are listening to the podcast, I know you like to do life hard and create a life where you have it all. So that's why I have Samantha on the podcast to really help you level up your health and fitness goals, which I know so many of you have, especially when you are dating, right? Because you want to look and feel your best. Samantha, I'd love to get your thoughts on why it's actually important to look and feel your best when it comes to dating. Because you know, you've, you've done it twice. And so I wanted to understand a little bit more about it from your perspective. Yeah. So I, I think it's super important. Like I know you preach to your clients and share is that when we, when we feel our best, it's really about us. Right. And when we are honoring who we are and what we bring to the table and when we feel best and we know, we all know when we put on that outfit, that's like, banging and we're feeling good then from that space and we talked about this even in the last episode is like that is what you bring in and attract right yeah and so we want to have that feeling that energetic feeling of like one like I like to like the idea of like I'm a boss like Mm -hmm. I'm my own powerful woman and from that space, like you can come to me. I'm a trapped <laughs> man, right? I love this. Versus like, I am like available and like, I, yeah, I'm like really pretty. And like, just like that kind of vibe of like, like I need somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't need, and like my energy by like looking and feeling good attracts someone that I don't. I don't have that neediness. I'm very like able to like hold my own and energy and that's where I attract in. And I, I even think this goes to like how, you know, it's like how we respect ourselves and the worth we give to ourselves first. That's how the game is played in life, right? Whether it's in work or our partners or our children, if we don't respect ourselves and take care of ourselves, guess what? They're not going to do that back. When you're dating because that's even like you're you're you know you want to find that person so it's like yeah. you want to put out your best I'm good like I want a partner yes 
but I am good. And I feel really good about my energy and myself to draw in that right match for you. Not someone less than you, mm -hmm. not someone smaller than you, somebody who's like going to lift you up and you guys are going to be at that same level energy. I love that. And you didn't use these words, but I'm going to use them because of what you were talking about and how you were describing in terms of showing up as if I don't need a man. I like a partner that is of equalness to me. Right. And I talk about like the empowered feminine energy and being like a whole person and then attracting a whole man. Right. Because to your point, like, hi, I'm pretty like Right, like that energy is very different than, hey, I've got my shit together and you're so lucky to be part of my life, but in a really humble way, will attract a different kind of man, right? It'll attract the kind of guy that also has his shit together, who respects you because he respects himself. So yeah. if you're if you're the needy type that isn't necessarily taking care of yourself, no shame in that. I know I was definitely that version many, many moons ago. And it wasn't until I started taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, and definitely physically. Like I had to do those things. It was a trifecta that had to have happened in order for me, Brian, who is a very man's man, right? He's rugged. Like he's the protector provider type. And I definitely dated a lot of pussies. I will say this before I met him because I hadn't done that work for myself. It's just, it's just math at the end of the day, really. Yeah. And I, I, I would resonate with that. Like before I found my partner now, like I, I always say I was a different woman with my first, with my husband, with my ex-husband. I was like, I was yeah. a totally different woman then. Like I played small. I made myself like people, please. I did a lot of that. I didn't fully own my worth and my value. Like there was a lot going on there that once I separated, I was like, Oh no, like here comes Samantha, the queen, yes. like, and don't get me wrong. I, there are dips in, you know, queen baller ass Samantha that you guys are like hearing a lot of now. Like I have the, like I have a human brain. I have those same dips. And actually to that, like you were saying the trifecta and the fitness, and we even mentioned this, but I'm going to bring it up again here is like what saves me and what brings me back to that energy that I want to put out in the world and that I want to receive back is by working out. Yep. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Like when I'm in a funk and I'm like angry at my husband for, I couldn't even tell you why, because hormones are just crazy. I'm like, I gotta go. I need to get on the bike. I'll talk to you in like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh my true. God. Like God. these habits sustain you, whether you're single or you're in a relationship. It's so important to have that outlet to regulate your nervous system. That's really what you're talking about and how I coach my clients too inside of Courageous and Love. So I love that. Okay. So we're talking about fitness, right? And creating a fitness routine. You have like the people that are, yes, let's go. Let's create that fitness routine. And then there's like those people that are like a bit hesitant. So what is the mindset you need to like have that routine in place to like then support yourself in looking and feeling your best? Um, I would say the mindset is really like shifting. Well, one, the like 2.0 mindset, right. Mm -hmm. um, that comes with like how worthy and you're take care of yourself and you're going through that. But also I really, I really feel like the shift of the mindset of like, this is less about losing weight or having the six pack or like, like all those, like, listen, it's great. It's fine to have all those too, but shifting it to be like the mindset is this is mentally the best thing I can do for my dating life. This 
working out is the best thing I can do for my mental health, mm-hmm. the best thing I can do for my confidence. So using the workouts consistently, like when you think of them as like, oh my God, this is like, I'm going to feel the best I can feel. I'm going to have the most energy. I'm going to attract that person in. So more of a mental health shift versus like physical focused. When you were describing that, what popped up to my head was like vitamins, right? Like we all know to take vitamins and it's like so intuitive, like, yeah, pop the Flintstones or the gummies or whatever you're taking, but we don't look at fitness in that way. It's, It's almost like a chore versus like, no girlfriend, it's like another vitamin for you, especially for those of you that struggle with just general like anxiety or like your emotions are a little all over the place something wrong with that, but like use fitness as a tool to like regulate you down as needed. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Like literally (laughs) that is the answer. And I would offer even too from that just real quick is like, like, again, like movement toolbox kind of like have right out like the different ways. Some days if you're sad, I've literally gone into the spin room at my gym and turned on probably some like Taylor Swift, Luke Combs, like some like chill stuff, not like, and I've cried on a spin bike pedaling through my emotions and my feelings, my thoughts, and just letting it all hang out there. And then I've also gone for a walk or a trail run and I've cried my emotions out there, or I've angrily, you know, pounded the trail there. Like, but I have multiple different ways. And I, I don't know if this is helpful for some folks, but like I, like the other day, like if I don't want to be seen quote unquote by anybody, like everybody knows me at the gym, like, and in general, there's people right all around or even if you go for a run, there's cars, there's a bunch of people. And sometimes I just, I'm like weird. And I'm like, when I'm in my emotions, I don't want anyone to quote unquote see me. So like sometimes I'll go for a run, like in the remoter part of town, right. Where I'm like, I, nobody, there's not a lot of cars on this area. And I put on my sunglasses and I put my headphones in. And that's like my trigger for like, I'm by myself. I'm in my own world right here. I'll even put on like a bigger t-shirt, like not the form fitted, just Mm -hmm. on shorts. I'm like, like covering myself up because I just want to do my thing. And, or I'll go on the trails where no one can see me. And like, so just maybe that even helps too. Cause I think you know, if somebody's like, well, I want to go work out or go walk, but you're like, I don't want to cry or I don't want to be like seen like this. And like maybe that mess version of ourselves where it's like, okay, go find somewhere you can be by yourself and work it out. Yeah. I tell all my clients to cry. (laughs) And they're like, I want to feel better. I'm like, you should cry. You should cry first and you'll feel better. I promise. Yeah. No, because it. it really allows you know, crying really allows the emotion to leave your body. And and that's what it's really signaling to do. There have been times like to your point, like I'm on the bike or I'm lifting weights and I'll start crying. And I didn't even know I was holding on to emotion. It just like kind of comes right out at you. So guys, I, I like, I love Samantha's example of like having that, you know, movement toolkit um, to really help you figure out like, if I'm feeling like this, I'm going to go do that. And having that like be your like almost like your first aid kit before you like grab the wine or grab the Oreos. Or in my case, I really like Rice Krispie treats, right? Like we all have our vices. Um, I think that's such a healthier option, but girl, like, you know, people are going to be like, well, I'll just start tomorrow. Or I'm like really tired today. How do you, how do you combat that? Okay. This is good. So 
I want to. This is me right now. FYI, I'm actually asking for coaching. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple things on this. This is like so good. This is one of my like, oh, like tell me, ask me the question. So <laughs> first and foremost, I really want to offer and like, listen, because this is me too. I really want to offer like when you're feeling the tiredness and I, I know it feels real. Listen, I'm up at 5 a.m. and I'm working till 6 p.m. a lot of times like back to back and then have to still get ready and go work out. I want to offer what if you actually got more energy from working out that even though like what if you could be willing to feel tired and know that you actually are going to have more energy when you finish like and that you don't have to have I just want to offer there too like you don't have to have energy to work out like you don't I and so so just that first mindset there of like Mm -hmm. don't need to be motivated and lit up and all stoked to like go work out. You don't need to do that. And the thought of like, I will feel better after is such a powerful tool. Like, yes, we all have those days. We feel tired. We feel stressed, whatever it is using the thought, I will feel better after. Okay. So some mindset stuff there. Mm -hmm. And then really tangibly though, let's like get some real stuff here too. So tangibly, I'm going to share a couple of different things. One, I will literally sometimes when it's one of those long ass days and it's like, I've been working for 12 hours or up for 12 hours. And now, yeah, I have to go work out at six o'clock at night. I get to, um, but it is, I will literally lay down on the couch, on the bed for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. maybe, and actually allow myself to stop instead of just like, now I've kind of in this stressful state. My body's been in this cortisol race straight working. Now I'm going to go right into the heavy, hard workout. Like maybe like it's okay to also just allow the tiredness. And I've either taken a nap or I've just like totally chillaxed. And then I will get up and a couple things. So I'm not like uh, opposed to caffeine and I use it. <laughs> so yeah. if you need some like, a little energy drink. A lot of the times I, I don't drink a full can either. I'm like, I have a Celsius and I'm like, have like a fourth of a cup. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. And guess what? I still sleep. And I promise you'll actually sleep better because you've worked out. So have a little energy, a little coffee, a little green tea, a little matcha, like whatever jams with your body, like be okay with having a little caffeine, even if it's past two o'clock. Okay. Like, (laughs) um, And like, just because they say, I think a lot of that's like shoulds, I shouldn't have caffeine past this time or that'll mess up, like try it. And if it does, you can adjust the amount you have, right? So you can have a little caffeine to get through that workout. Um, And then I also love to like turn on some like jamming music, like your brain is starting to spiral out, go down this, like, no, it's starting to negotiate, right? So cut that off turn on, I love turning on, um, just search uh, on YouTube, motivational videos, mm-hmm. like on the Arnold Schwarzenegger one or the Denzel, whatever, like there's a bunch of them. That's a great so, idea. A motivational YouTube video or turn on some jam and music. And I promise you, especially those motivational videos, you cannot not listen to that for 10 minutes and be like, all right, like, I'm good. Like, let me get my ass up. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. really good. I know for me, like today was like just a hard day with my husband traveling. I have my son, like work clients, all of the things. 
I like wanted to do a 20 minute bike ride and 10 minutes into it, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I actually stopped because I'm like, you know what? I did 10 minutes. I gave myself 10 minutes. I didn't shame myself for it. I'm like, you know what? After my son goes to bed tonight, I'll do a 15 minute yoga workout and I'm good. And I think that's an important part, right? Is like letting go of like the idea of your workout has to be perfect and just like doing something to move your body and feeling good. Like that was enough. I was like, I'm good with this. I got 10 minutes in. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. Cause that was a thought too, is like, I think we have, you know, this all or nothing. We've either got to do the four 45 minute hit workouts that we planned during our week, or it doesn't count or it doesn't work. And it's like, no, like sometimes you actually don't need to do the hit workout. If you've had a very stressful long day and you're off at like no sleep or whatever. Yeah body might actually value best the walk or the yoga or the, like something like that versus I have to do what I said I was going to do and do this intense workout for it to even matter. It's like, yeah, this is why people should just hire you because I think, I think I'm successful at this because I have the tools to be like, okay, like this, this is going to work for my body. But for those of us that don't have life coaching certifications, I think it's so important to hire an expert like yourself that wants, you know, they want to improve how they're feeling in their body, how they're looking to create those new mindset shifts, to create those new habits and like not shaming yourself through that process. Because I think that's a really big part of like, oh, I have to do it this way. And if I'm not going to do it this way, this all or nothing thinking, which is also true for dating too, right? It's like, if I don't do this and I'm just going to be single forever, like, no, like slow your roll. Like, let's find that balance and find a system that works for you. And so like, again, going back to that toolkit of like the movement toolkit, it's going to be different for every person, but having someone like you that provides that customized support, I think is such a game changer. So I have one last question for you. Do you have any, I know you, we talked a lot about like health fitness. I want to talk a little bit about nutrition. Do you mm-hmm. have any nutrition recommendations for, for the woman that kind of wants to feel a little bit better about herself? Like, yes, drink more water, but like, yeah. is there anything other tangible that you think people should know? Um, yeah, yeah. I definitely have some general guidelines, um, that I use with my clients and, Okay. I just have to drop this first. And that Tell is me. like, y'all, I mean, this is, this is like so funny. Cause you're like, we talked about the fitness stuff, but I'm like, seriously, if you move your body, this is like the secret, right? And we know this when we move our bodies, we will naturally make healthier choices. So you don't have to worry about counting the calories. You don't have to drama and think about food all day. What should I eat? Should I eat this or that? You naturally want the, the salad or the healthy mm-hmm. meal, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to reiterate and like put a bow on that. We're like, if we haven't been talking about movement enough, like move your bodies and you'll naturally make healthier food choices. This okay. is true. When I'm working out, like there's days where I'm like, I need red meat. And then there's days where I'm like, I just really want like vegetables. Like your body will start craving that. Yes. And it, and it regulates and really behind that too, is it regulates your hormones quite literally yeah. all of our hormones that are telling us craving the sugar, craving the carbs, right. Or overeating. It's our hormones that are telling us to do that. So if you move your body, you're regulating those and getting those in flow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so first and foremost, that now other tangibly, like quite literally for nutrition wise. So one great guideline to start with is, um, 
intermittent fasting 12 hours, not necessarily 16, eight. You will like, I feel like that's like shouted from the rooftops and you're like, you hear about that diet, just like intermittent fasting is like 16, eight, seven days a week, hold the phone. Like maybe if that works for you. Right. But overall, especially for us women, because of our hormones and the amount of stress we may have in our lives, we don't need to add more to that by like a strict 16 hours in eight hour eating window. So just simply fasting for 12 hours. So basically your last meal is at eight o'clock at night. Your first meal would be 8 a.m. or later. So just having that 12 hour fast window really helps reset our hormones, helps our body function better, helps you sleep better. So that's a great, like, if you're not doing that already, great starting point. I'll try that tonight. Thanks, Samantha. Yeah. Um, and then um, protein. Um, I'm sure people have like everybody hears about protein these days, right? So I find this so much in my clients is like not eating enough protein. And so ideally 0.8 to one uh, gram per pound of body weight. I feel like a really great place to start to make it super simple. Like no matter what you weigh or whatever is like minimum of 20 grams of protein per meal, but like ideally probably at least 30 grams is like a okay. good aim for. So like, you know, if somebody's like, Oh, I've like a sprinkle of chicken on my salad, or maybe you're having two eggs with your meal, or maybe that feels like you shouldn't have two eggs. You're just having one, like the proteins and the egg whites, but like up that whatever you need to make in your meals, mm -hmm. grams of protein for three meals to four meals a day. And I, that will like, again, help regulate your hormones you'll feel more full, more satisfied. So you don't want to overeat and it'll help with weight loss, um, help with your energy. So that's a good one. Do I have time for one more? Or should I? Yeah, one more, on? one more. Let's do one more. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Ooh. Okay. So last <laughs> one up there is, um, is eating. Okay. Wait, maybe two more, maybe two more. So one is eating, eating 80, 20. And I know people have probably heard this, but when I eating 80, 20, seven days a week, not five oh, wow. days, no cheat days, no Thank cheat days. Okay. I, um, I feel like take that, take that out of the vocabulary, take that out eating 80, 20 for your seven days a week. Cause that's a lifestyle, right? Sure. And so 80% of the time you're eating healthy, whole, like quality foods, 20% of the time you're eating with a you want. Okay. Like if you want the wine, you want the pizza, you want the burger, you want the fries, you want the chocolate. I don't deny myself anything. Okay. So, and your 20%, if, if it helps to give some guidelines, think about like one to three joy eats a week. And that can look, some people want a full ass piece of cake. Some people like me want a little bit of chocolate every day. Right. <laughs> so like That's me, sign me up. <laughs> Yeah. So like I kind of spread my joy eats out. So it doesn't look quite literally like I'm only having a joy eat two days a week. Like, yeah. So you got to kind of like, and that's where coaching comes in, right. To find that sweet spot. But in general, don't take out the cheat days. You're just eating 80, 20. It's a lifestyle type of way. Um, okay. Last thing I'll share too, um, is eating three meals a day and maybe the one snack, meaning I'm not, no grazing, no, like I'm going to eat breakfast and then I'm going to eat some of my kids waffle. And then somebody brought in a dinner. 
three bites of a donut. It's not even a full donut. And then I'm going to eat lunch. And then, oh, I'm going to have this little snack an hour later. When you're eating multiple times a day, you're constantly causing your insulin to spike and your hormones to say, oh, like we're taking this into stored as fat versus releasing any fat, or it's going to cause you to have more cravings and want more carbs and more sugar. So if those are things you're experiencing or you're not able to lose weight, I would really say, and just for energy to feel good, three meals a day, don't snack in between. And beyond that, I've coaching beyond that, but that's, yeah. That's so good because I know myself, I've definitely done this in the past. I've been a bit better about it. That grazing situation is a situation. Like they're so sneaky and you're like putting in all this work and you're like, why am I not losing the weight? Then you're demotivated. Then you feel like shit. And then you have the shit show thoughts, you know, as you said it. Yeah. Stop grazing. That's really good. And if you need help in not grazing and establishing, you know, a good mindset around health and fitness and coming up with a routine that really serves you, please reach out to Samantha. She is amazing at what she does. Definitely check out the last episode of her incredible roster of awesomeness and her qualifications. Samantha, where can people find you? Yeah. So you guys can find me on Instagram. I'm at Samantha's real life. I'm on Facebook, Samantha Nivens and my website, samanthanivens.com. All right, guys, run. Like, you like how I use that movement? Like, go run, not walk. Run to her socials, follow her, and reach out if you have any questions. Samantha, it was amazing having you on. I had the best time. There's like so many nuggets that I selfishly will be applying for my own personal life. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And all right, ladies, until next time, happy dating. If you found this episode to be helpful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the podcast and made it a point to rate and review and share with your friends. Until next time, happy dating, my loves.